previously on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Abusive. Okay, Kenya, first Ross was aggressive because he defended Sonya. Now Martell defends himself and you call him a piece of shit. What is your issue with calling black men aggressive? Are they public enemy number one because you don't have one? I was more angry at her because she didn't go, look, don't talk to my friends like that. We both have abusive yeah. relationships in our past. You had me looking like a f***ing crazy person. How? How? Look at my mother garage. After we split, we were in Las Vegas. I was driving and she fell asleep. And I was like, yeah, it'd be easy for me to take the seatbelt off of you and hit the brakes. You sure did. So she can fly her ass through the window, you know. I never hit her. I don't do that. That's not the look she just gave. Could you still breathe? That's not funny. Sorry. That's not I don't funny. remember choking her. But if I did, I'm sorry. Because maybe I didn't choke you hard enough. Kia is so damn nosy. Stop worrying about my relationship and worry about if Mark is going to take more manner in a divorce settlement. And hopefully he adds baseboards. I think Sheree needs her own spinoff show. Watch me date these dumb dudes. <laughs> You have had this, you had a man just five minutes ago in prison that made you look like a fool. So I look stupid as crazy as dumb as I mean, girl, she's digmatized. Kenya and I were in such a great place, but the stuff she did with Martel does not sit well with me. I don't know where we are right now in friendship. After the altercation, I think that Sheree and I being the friends that we are, we need to sit down and have a talk. Just what we are doing right now is exactly what Andy Cohen and them do to these ladies. While uh, while um, something is already recording or while something is premiering, he'll have the ladies recording a whole new episode, a whole new scene. Um, you know, right? Like, um, I feel like the reunion either part three was not out before they started filming again, or it had just ended and they started filming again. And that's just how they do these ladies. They have them filming back to back. They're like, you know what? We paying y'all bitches millions. If it were not for us, y'all would not be able to pay those car notes and shit. Y'all would be struggling. Everybody except for Y'all would be middle class. Everybody, Everybody except, except for, for Candy. Oh, okay. I'll say that. Everybody except for Marlo, too, because that bitch been making it for a long time. If I sucked as many dicks as she did, and I'd be rich as a bitch, too. Well, you do. That's why we have all we have. <laughs> did he just try me why like that? Why you think you got Moogler on right now? Did he just try me? He's a damn... <laughs> please, don't believe him. Okay. <laughs> Hi, girl. Okay, listen, y'all. Welcome to this episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. This is episode three. This is before Misters. No, bitch. <laughs> what is A star it? is reborn. A star is reborn. Like bitch. season 12, A Star is Born. Season the finale announced mm -hmm. A Star is Reborn. That we still have not fully seen from beginning to end. We have never no, we seen have that not. episode nope. from beginning to end, y'all. Can y'all believe that? We've ne if y'all look at our channel, we've done season 12. But, but you know, that's what, that was when... Season 12 in its entirety right. because COVID, COVID happened. happened. And, we, and everybody, we went, the whole world shifted. Yes, we went, we, some shit was going on with us. We, we didn't catch COVID, though. No, no. but we, we had some other shit going on. And we just really 
got real sucked up in this whole thing and right. was just real just totally out of it okay so we stopped doing that and we promised you guys that we were going to do season 12 of real house of Atlanta, which we plan on still doing okay there they it'd be so much going on okay when we're not doing housewives and i apologize they probably like well you keep posting these bullshit rico lies don't oh. talk shit ty savage okay when the fuck y'all gonna do season 12 bitch we go on here ty savage is stubborn He's one of our um, people, fans, partial fans. Okay? Hate to love us, honey. Yeah, hate to love us. Ty only come over here for... Um, the mess. Yeah, and for Real Housewives of Atlanta reviews, Ty probably be watching everything else and just be like, hmm, fuck him. When's season 12 coming? It's coming. <laughs> We're going to do season 12, everybody. Okay, we are still planning on doing season 12. And guess what? We're going to pick one damn outfit and we uh, Listen. Yeah, we're going to try to stick with that like a confessional. I'm what if damn. we did it like a confessional? What if we reviewed it like in separate rooms and did it like a confessional or sat side by side like um, Drew and Ralph maybe. But well, we're going to be standing side by side here in about 30 days because um, I would not be sitting. Right, yeah, because you got to get your BBL, right? Correct. Yes, as you know, Jay is trans, so trans go through this. Okay? And my breast implants. When they are transitioning, they go through this. So right now, these breasts are natural, naturally grown breasts via hormones but jay will go to get surgery which will enhance these boobs that you see on her chest and possibly enhance the shape of jay's body jay's body is perfect um in his you, eyes but jay okay because if my body was perfect in my surgery. eyes then what was in between my legs you know we ain't Whatever. even gonna get there i i really like jay's body i promise you but jay just everybody does hell i'm not the only nigga that adores the body anyway let's move on to something else <laughs> And then he say that like he but for everybody out there who knows what body dysmorphia is or no, gender please. dysmorphia. They don't have body dysmorphia. Please they understand that it don't matter how many times you're going to tell me and how many times other people are going to tell me that they like what the hell my body look like. I don't like it. Okay? Well, and that's just what it is. Y'all listen. Ask Funky Dineva, message Funky Dineva and ask Funky Dineva to do one of these reviews with us. Just one episode of a review with us. I think will suit us so well. And everybody who we have come do a review with us would have to do the review in our style, right? In what you way. mean? Scene by scene, the way we do it. Scene by scene. Not me, girl. <laughs> I remember. And tell us what they thought of each scene and the gist of it. You know, not the whole scene. Child, like and y'all be things. seeing sometimes I don't be having nothing yeah we don't but you know how we used to do season 12 we was getting down to the nitty-gritty like candy always wearing these circle diamond earrings like we was no well, she was yeah she we, was we were noticing every <laughs> yeah, what the hell? thing cynthia boob is always falling out like we were stopping and making a point of everything everything right. and i think as season 13 came we didn't do season 13 mm -mm. like i said we didn't do all we barely watched season 13. we barely watched season 13. um we caught up on it later we watched more of season 13 than we have the rest of season 12 right. actually um, and for season 14, we didn't, we, we kind of did the same thing as season 12, but I think we used less of the show because I talked to NBC, NBC was not pleased with how right. much of the show we were using, although we weren't doing it illegally, they just felt like people would prefer us over Housewives or we would be equal because we were using so much of the show, people would say, They don't come watch the show here. Right, y'all reading the whole show down and playing the show while y'all reading it down. Right. I might as well watch y'all review. So the attorneys wanted us to take it down and redo it and, and minimize the percentage of the show we were using. And I think that my stubbornness with not staying in contact with them and not, you know, the communication not going well, I just felt like, you know what? 
the communication isn't going well. I could not get back in touch with the lawyer after COVID or during COVID. Mm -hmm. I assume she probably left or something. A lot of stuff shifts happened, but I was upset. So I kept using the damn clip and Bravo got upset. So they, they kind of put some try to put stripes on our channel, try to shut the shit down right. and get us really shut down. So I, I'm not gonna say I learned my lesson, but I, I realized there's not a reason for me to use that many clips. I don't have to use that much of the show. Let's just give y'all the review and using that much of the show is just like pointless and stupid to me. At this I point. don't think that it was pointless or stupid, but I do think that it was maybe excessive. It was excessive. But, um, because we, we were making, we were making a point, everything. right? But we were making a point. We so were. if it that's was, that's why we got all the subscribers that we got, got right? We loved it. So I mean, it is what it is. Even Funky Daniva is subscribed to our channel because he, I think he loves that we took the way he reviews things to a whole nother level. Right. And that's who I would say we are a branch of. I love that motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I love me some fucking that nigga. Anyway, okay, let's get started. This is Bros Before Hoes. A star is reborn. A star is reborn. He keeps talking about bros before hoes. Hoes before bros. That's what Kiki Sisters before misters. Sisters before misters. A star is reborn is the episode. This is episode three. We have probably like 20 more episodes ago, 19 more episodes ago. Think about how many months that is and the days that they're going to skip. The Sundays that they're going to skip that, we, that they're not going to do, right? Right. Um, anyway, you know what? Before we move on to scene one, let us say this. Before we move on to scene one, the ladies, the show finally opened up with taglines. Right? right. And I'm so glad about that. So we finally got some taglines. And let's say, let's see what the first one is. My past may be checkered. But, but my, my future is solid gold. Uh -huh. Who was that? Marlotta. Yes, that was Marlotta. Um, and then you had. Uh, you don't want me to go. You don't want. Go me ahead. To yes, I do because I'm gonna read. Hold on. I actually did like Marlo's tagline. Now, because I don't like nothing she got damn do. Typically, Jay doesn't like these things she does. Her past is checkered, um, honey. What? I mean, she kept it one hundred. I wanted to read. Candy the is my roots are in Atlanta, but my branches are worldwide. Okay, that was kind of lame. I'm sorry. No, that was good. It, no, that it was, was a playoff. Well. But I'm tired. Candy, that. stop it. I'm tired of Candy with this gimmick of always playing off of all the shade that they give her off of this show. You are, if you're worldwide and you're truly worldwide, which you are, then stop including all of everything that they do to you on this show in your life in your business. I know Andy approves and suggests taglines, so maybe she didn't have full. Um, personalized say so but to be having a tagline again after her already saying don't mess with the boss because you might get fired right when Phaedra got fired about doing the whole you know rape gate shit um, I just don't understand why she if she had some say so over this tagline why she would once again choose something that is based off of what somebody else has to say it's giving that you don't have a better tagline to use right or That's more true. clever Satan to use but I'm not I don't want to believe that because I love you and I and you write music so I know that you could have written something better than that but I know that Andy also will say no 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 oh yeah that one we're gonna use that one and then that's just the fuck it so no candy no Drew is forget the gaslight I'm taking the spotlight right. I don't find it cute that you took a dig at your husband in your tagline that's not cute either um you said that he was they the one that was gaslighting you and I just don't feel that that's that's not cool, and that could put a strain. That would put a strain on my marriage. They probably bitch. Um, if I said, don't sit there and tell me that if I had a tagline that shaded you in the slightest, and it was played every week on Housewives of Atlanta, and people thought, oh, that's cute, uh, because they already knew the connotation that it was used in that Ralph gaslights her, 
He puts me on tumble dry. He puts me on tumble dry. But really, Drew should never been going through my cell phone to begin with. Then would you appreciate that? Or would, would, would you like kind of despise the fact that I got on national television to make a tagline about you? So you don't like how Drew shaded her husband? No, because that was just that was just too much. You didn't need to do that. You could have found something else to say. It's giving you to have nothing better to say Go either. To um, we said Marlo. My past may be checker, but my future is solid gold. I love that. And it also matches her look that she had that um ringed look. Right. And she had this wrap around her ponytail in the picture and all these bangles on her arms and stuff like right. that. I love that. Um I just don't do it for the culture, honey. I am the culture. Kenya, you were the culture in 1994. Right. I, I don't know what that I, Like, that was, that was not a... That's not a... But I get that she's a part of the uh, culture. She is. I she get is. she's a part of the culture, but she's not the culture. No. And I'm not going to take number two away from her because although, um, you know, what's her name? I'm losing it. Vanessa. The culture. Vanessa. Um, Vanessa. What her name is? Vanessa... Y'all know who the hell I'm talking about. I'm Vanessa just a little Williams. Vanessa Williams. I'm just a little tipsy, honey. Right, and she was the first Black um, yeah. Miss USA. Vanessa so Williams. that that is the culture. But Kenya is part of the culture because she paved the way to make room for the second Black Miss USA, which was Kenya. <coughs> so I, I guess we can go with that. There she go. Look. Um. Right. If you can't keep the pace, stay out of my race, bitch. I never bought tickets. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to be at your race, Sanya. I'm sorry. She by Sheree. More like she broke the internet. Girl, she by Sheree. Girl, by. Ain't even done yet. Because she by she in is what promotes your goddamn business for you. So don't start with this broke the internet shit. Because you okay. don't put a, a, a little cute ass excuse up. Okay. When people tried to go to it after the reunion. It wasn't that many people. And you didn't come up with no damn flyer that fast. To tell people that everything is gone. And the website is down. And it's going to be back up shortly. Girl, stop. You had that. Waiting, cause you knew people was gonna start clicking on that shit. Right. How's this for etiquette? Shut up. And that's it. So really, I don't. Oh, you didn't do Kenya. I did do Kenya. Oh, you did Yeah, she said, um, I don't just do it for the culture. I am okay. the culture. So really, the only person tagline that I really, really liked was Marlo. I like Marlo, and then I like Candies, and then I like um Drews. Drew coming third person. Candies was cute, but like I said, I just wish Candy and Drew didn't have. It seems like. You know, I it's that like keep, Kenyans, keep my name out your mouth type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be referring to the people who... You get what right, I'm right, saying. Right. Now, I just don't... I don't know why she would do that. Like, as if she don't have nothing else to say that's good in her life or whatever. I don't know. She could have said something about her goddamn ego or something. I don't know. Right. Or Broadway. Um, Sheree and Marlo and Sanya. So, we're at Sheree's house and seeing one, right? Sheree with Jess Hilarious. I'm just kidding. It's not uh, Jess Hilarious. Jess Hilarious. <laughs> Just the porn star, and Jess is uh, looking like um she's oh a cook. God. She's a cook. Please don't do that. She's a cook and a adult entertainer. Let me say that, okay? Her boyfriend is Dante. I already told y'all that. Her boyfriend is Dante the Body from um Twitter. If you guys know Dante the Body, I know you Dante mean, the Body. Kind of grew up with Dante the Body. Um, went to the same church and everything. I know I said that last week, but I really, me and Jay would love to have a good time with Dante. Uh, I could easily message Dante and ask him. Let's just have a good time. If you don't stop, here he go with the drunk shit again. He done took one. <laughs> I could, though. I don't be friends on Facebook. Stop. Like, Dante is my nigga. Like, anyway, uh, Jess is looking like, girl, call a tissue, your beautician. Uh, yeah. Because your hair is going to need fixing. Now yeah. she look like she done got it did done. She looking like sweated out. Yeah, she looking like sweated out. Either Sheree need to get some air conditioner in this bitch and stop being a cheap motherfucker and cut the air on here. Or um, they just fuck the shit out of Jess and she sweated out. 
because her hair is all on top of her head. But you know what? I can believe that Sheree don't have the air on because she a cheap bitch. That's Sheree for you. She'll have a whole house and just have it hot as fuck in the summertime with fans blowing in this motherfucker. I'm from Cleveland, bitch. Close my door in a mansion. Girl, you ain't she got the money. She still got them paying off the motherfucking liens on them. Right. <laughs> the streets say Sheree don't pay her bills. Thank God I ain't never gave her no money because I would get my money. <laughs> Sanya shows up. Marlo shows up. Sanya looks great in her cow print. Oh my God, I have to admit, Jay can't stand Sanya, but the first thing Jay said was what? That she, outfit was bad, right. bitch. She looks great. She definitely looks great. And her um sweater, what do you call this sweater that, that reaches to the ground, that's long length like this? That um duster. Duster, I loved her duster. It was very cute. And Marlo comes with these, with this velvet jumpsuit. Uh, this velvet, um, uh, what is that? Is that a jumpsuit? Is that kind of like a jumpsuit? Um, I was just finna say the wrong shit because I was finna say Marlo always coming through looking like a hoe, but y'all can go back and look at all my looks on these videos <laughs> and say I'm a fucking hypocrite. So let me shut up. Well, she looks great though. She, you don't think she looks great? I didn't say she ain't look good. She looks great. I said but she always promiscuous with it. Marlo said, uh, Mama Joyce, Ma Mama Joyce is the street. She threw some major shades saying Candy always talking shit. She need to worry about what the streets is talking about or something like that. Girl. And she whispered at the camera like, yo mama is the streets. That was some good shade. That's true. And, and Portia did the same thing when she, um, when she said that Candy been, I wish she said, uh, Mama Joyce been listening to them streets again. Uh, right. Them same, uh, them streets been talking, them same streets Mama Joyce been listening to. That's right. what she said. That's what you need to worry about. All of that is in the streets of Atlanta. Probably the same streets Mama Joyce be listening to. It's out there, boo-boo. I want to clean that up for you. Bring all this attention to Portia. Go clean them streets up. Go clean them blogs up. It's talking about you, boo. That's what I think she was making reference to. I think Sanya is full of shit. This does, um, she, she tried to say in her confessional that um, Drew texted her as if she wanted to squash everything and then turned around and um, you know got on the BravoCon stage and kind of confronted her in the wrong way. But regardless of anything, she has not shown me anything that vindicates her from the fact that she started with this girl and everything Drew did irritated her or even down to the fact of Drew saying she lied and tried to play like she wanted to talk but she waited till she got on camera and did it. The same thing Drew accused her of in New York, Sanya is now accusing Drew of in New York at BravoCon. Right. Because Drew said that last year about Sanya that she claimed Why did you wait you know, to get in front of everybody? Right, right. So I don't know, Drew, my little, my little brother do shit like that too. They just be lying. I'm telling you, my look, I brought, we had just got to Atlanta. I gotta do that get back shit, like. I just got back to Atlanta. We were going to visit, and the thing everybody know in the ATL, from the ATL, straight from the ATL, all I love is what when I get there? American motherfucking deli, right? Right. That's all I want as soon as I arrive. No, don't do that. Time. I already know where you going with this. And my brother is so damn greedy, like, he will eat anything. He don't give a damn. My, I had some chicken wings in the plate. I left them in the hotel room on top of the microwave that they had in there. And my brother was just supposed to go up and do something, come back down. I go up there. By the time I get up there in the hotel room, open up my box of chicken, it's completely nothing but fucking bones. I kid you not, nothing but bones. And my brother big as hell, okay? I love my brother there, but he, my brother's really big, okay? And he loved to eat. He been like that. He will eat you out of a whole house, okay? <laughs> if you tell him bear tastes good, if you put it on the grill, he'll eat it. You tell him lion tastes good. If you put it on the grill, he'll eat it. Anything. Flamingo. Anything. If you tell him it tastes like pork chop or chicken, he'll eat it. I'm telling you. He ate all my goddamn chicken wings and straight up said, 
Jay said I could have his chicken wings. I thought them Jay. I said, Jay, you told Pop you can have my chicken wings? He said, you said them was yours. And I said, hell no, I ain't said that shit. You know good Jay, damn well. Definitely wasn't. Nobody told Poppy he could have those wings. And he went in there and just ate the fucking wings. So. Give me that damn lip pencil. Huh? Give me that lip pencil. That's a Pisces for you. Not all of them, okay? I'm sorry, House of Aaron, which fine ass. I ain't, ain't talking about you because I don't know how you is, you know? Right. But I know how my little brother insane it, what she giving. But I think she's full of shit, and it doesn't vindicate her. She was pulling. Um, and it's also, you know, a, I'm sorry, it's also a sense of environment because your brother been greedy since he was a damn baby. So <laughs> that yeah, those type of things. He Harry's door when he get up the steps. He was like three years old. Open door, Harry. I want something to eat. That's my mama. <laughs> That's my mama. Yes, ask my mama. He used to be like, Open door, Harry. Her name was Miss Harris. He said Harry. Open door, Harry. I want something to eat. She used to just feed him. Anything and what's crazy cooked. is that his brother's nickname is Poppy, but he looked like the Poppy. He looked like the P-A-P-I, Poppy. But his Above his P-O-P-P-Y. No, his oh, P-O-P-P-I, right. All the ladies look gorgeous here at Sheree's house. As you know, this these pictures of them were taken back like November 2022 sometime. So these pictures were taken, taken. These pictures were taken uh, a while back. Did you take um, it? Did that? Hell yeah, I just took that. Um, but these photos were taken a while back. October 22nd, 2022. So these pictures being taken way back in October means that the reunion, September 25th, 2022? Really? Uh, but the reunion had been filmed for a while ago. Right, but the fact that it had just premiered Mere, caused right. tensions to still be kind of... But not really, because they were all sitting in front of each other's face. They already knew what was going to happen at the reunion, because they were all... But it still leaves a festering there, because the media is high up on it. The media is still high on it. I think Plus what you're saying is it's like some time. remnants. It's it's some remnants left of the drama from last season, which is also why, um, you know, I feel like Drew had the right to address Sonya the way she did at BravoCon about saying, you picked a fight with me. I ain't do shit to you. And that's what she did. Sonya did. She she pulled an argument and a problem out of Drew because Sonya couldn't come on this show and honestly, genuinely pick a fight with anybody else, knowing that everybody else on this show was in a higher ranking than her. Drew was the only one she could have successfully picked a fight with and secured her spot on the show, and that's what she did. So... In October, they said Marlo saw about she did. Oh, we she just seen that, right? Yep. Yeah. Just seen out. Yeah, she but... Um, never tell her I just feel like that's... That everything was bullshit about what Sanya was saying about Drew at BravoCon and all that because... You brought that up on camera to Sheree and Marlo as if you didn't, you couldn't have brought it up to them before. If y'all such good friends, y'all. Now I will say that now that we're looking at the date and timestamps, it's like it wasn't that far in between for BravoCon and this specific time that they sat down. I guess it may have been like three, four weeks. Yeah, because they were at BravoCon directly after they filmed the reunion. But them three, four weeks, bitch, you could have got in touch with Drew, especially if y'all was at BravoCon together. I know you was talking to Sheree and Marlo and hanging out with them way before they started filming y'all ass for the for this episode currently that we talking about. So she she had time to talk about it. Right. I, I'm just saying. Somebody need to tell her though. Scene two. Drew and Ralph trying to make it better. That's what they trying to do. They trying to make it better. Drew and Ralph on the Rocky uh Rose or the Rocky Wall. While they trying to figure out their rocky ass relationship. Right. <laughs> right. They're on a rocky wall 
trying to figure out this rocky relationship. Look, baby, here you go. <coughs> That's where we at. May look like a lot, but it's not. Um, <laughs> why, are you, why are you telling me that? So you can read too. They're going on um, dates to me that look weightless. It's given that they are covering up something, and I don't know if it's because I notice. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's because we know that she's about to divorce or what it is, but it is given that you know what they do is like it's like no um, substance to it. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. not like they really are in love. It's like they're covering up some deep issues, whether it's financial issues or whether it's some trust issues or some unforgivingness or something, but something is there that's missing. You know what I'm saying? And I think part of it is us being Aquarius men, we have an issue with with just authority and, and trying to be and assert our authority from what you tell me sometimes, right? Right. Um, and I think that that's what Blueface, who is an Aquarius man, and that comes with Martel, who I think is an Aquarius man. We oh, looked Lord, that up, right? It? And Kirkland, Franklin. And Kirk Frost. Kirk Frost. And oh. I thought you were going to say Kirk Frost, but you said Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin as well is an Aquarius. Kirk Frost is an Aquarius. Kirk Franklin, Kirk Frost, Gucci Man, Blueface, myself, Ralph Pittman. Uh, when is Martel's birthday? He's a Capricorn, so actually him and um, Shore at the same time. What's his birthday? January 4th. Oh, January 4th. Oh, he's beating Capricorn. Straight up Capricorn. Okay. Dang. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so he's probably crazy. I don't know how no Capricorn man he is. But, um... Sheree Quarry's in uphill, so I could even... Oh, uh, Nasty Ass is an Aquarius, too. What's his nasty-ass name? The uh, rapper man who be always talking about he busts in the head, uh, flip oh, upside down, um, drop on Kevin the neck, and eat a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna break that neck and eat a pussy. Yes! <laughs> I pull a motherfucker hell. I spit in that bitch face, knock one on a tooth down a goddamn throat, then make her suck my dick with one tooth missing. <laughs> like, what the fuck? She got blood running out of motherfucking nose while she sucked the dick. Stop! What the hell? No, I done punched that bitch no. Broke the bridge on motherfucking no washy <laughs> sucked in my dick. What? Stop it. No. I'll be like, damn, this nigga crazy. But um Ralph, speaking of being being some motherfucking ass, Ralph got a nerve to compare them to Ike and Tina. And Drew's like, well, damn, what the fuck kind of thoughts is he on? Because I definitely was like, thinking of Beyonce and Jay-Z. That was always a plan from the beginning. We like Ike and Tina. No, 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 not crazy Ike, like regular. The last time I checked, Ike was on Tina. Ralph definitely hit his head on one of those rocks coming down because I thought we were Beyonce and Jay-Z, but he's saying Ike and Tina. Yeah, that you have slapped Tina before, but why Ike? She would be walking around looking sad, with a, with a, a looking sad with a lip drop, and I keep asking her, and what, what is the matter with you? Oh, no. And it's always, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, uh, uh, and it would go on for a day or two till finally, why the f don't you, and, and then this is where I would slap her or something. Then she, would change her mood or attitude. I'm not eating the cake anime. <laughs> like, what type of shit you say Ike and Tina? Come on. <laughs> right. Like, what? Right. Um, I believe they had Drew come in, though, and do new confessionals after they found out. But, of course, not this confessional here with this black and white because we know that Ralph was sitting right next to her. And the red confessional is obviously before they sat down to do the scenes because you see what they asked them about. Episode one, two, three, you know, going on right. so, far, so far. So, I think the goal look that they've revealed to us already with her crying is a new confessional that they had her come in and do for the rest of the half of the seasons to change up some things that she might have said. I even think that her well, tagline was changed after her divorce. But no, we seen the confessional that she did at the end of the season when they said, are you ready to talk about... Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I think that's, that's a redo. 
because well, it, it is, yeah, season. it is. I think they redid her confessionals all over because as uh -huh. you see, because it was a different number one. It was a different perspective, so she had to. They, it was definitely gonna be the a different way of feeling when she At Andy knew Bassey, she was getting divorced get first. That. He had to get that because. She is gonna talk differently. Now. I'm just, I'm just so shocked by the roller coaster that we're gonna go through with this season with Drew's relationship. Yeah, we're starting out with this happy-go-lucky yes. type of attitude, and then we're gonna end with y'all filing for divorce and you in tears. And that is a dramatic change. Like Kenya, at least was it was on the next season when they filed for divorce. It was over the break, you know. Right, right, right. So now she came to Tamron, and days later, she right. was. Divorcing. You're right about that. Um, but it's crazy because speaking of divorce and housewives, there are several divorces going on. I, I do feel like there's room for reconciliation with Drew and Ralph. Honestly, I do. Because I've been seeing some things that Drew been posting and some wording she's been using. So I think that they feel some hope, but it may not reach it. It may not reach it because, you know, with Ralph, he's not going to change. And I think that Drew being a Taurus is going to continue to keep thinking about the fact that, do I want to return back to this? I don't know if I want to return back to this with him being the way he's being. He he has to really prove that he wants her back and listen to her. That's the problem with us Aquarius men. We assert our authority so much that sometimes we don't even want to hear our partners out. And I'm learning that through watching other Aquarius men. And I don't want to be that way. I We've been together 10 years, and I, I try my best. If, if anybody know an Aquarius male, like I, I'm hard on loving, and I probably got some crazy-ass issues. But I love really hard, okay? And anybody knowing Aquarius out there? Aquarius you know, do love hard. Yes, they do. I love really hard, okay? And when I'm with somebody, I'm with their ass, period. But um, it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel bad. It makes me look at myself when I'm looking at Ralph and I'm looking at Blueface and I'm looking at these men who are the, who are Aquariuses and I replay things that people have said or called me out about and I say, you know what, I want to be that way. Uh, but there are a few divorces that are going on that I don't think will have room for reconciliation such as um, Kim Zosiak and her husband. Uh, I don't think that there's any room for reconciliation with Which both of them shocking. filing for full custody. Which is shocking. Running to the court. That's Which is shocking. shocking. Because I thought that they would be together. I thought they were the most stable. Yes, yes, I did. I and thought I, so. It just lets you know. White people put on face. And, and not just white people, rich people. Because when things get hard, they want to kill themselves and divorce when money get low. It's oh like my God, the like all these white people that was killing themselves. I'm sorry, up here in New York. Like the New York. The couple that put the these millionaires in their yeah, and, jumped and out jumped the out window, the window right? in like this huge ass high rise because yeah. of COVID and they were going, like their business was going down or, or whatever. And oh my God, that was so scary. It was like three or four couples here, like on the Equinox thing. You know what I'm talking about? That beehive looking thing that's up here. And they were Wall Street type of people. They were business people who um, were going into a financial spiral. Um, down, not upward, but a spiral down. Yeah, during COVID and, because of all the, yeah. you know, the stock market crashing and all that shit. And it's crazy that white people, a lot of business people, not just white people, but business people will go so low as to either shooting up banks, killing people because money is about to get funny and they can't see themselves being in a poverty position. I'm going to go work at McDonald's again before I... <laughs> I ain't never worked at McDonald's. You ain't even... Bitch, I'm just saying, saying before I decide to jump out of the goddamn building. You done had plenty of jobs and we done did plenty of things but we ain't never worked at no cheap ass job. I'm sorry for everybody that at McDonald's, Waffle House, Checkers Sometimes workers. McDonald's we is the only thing that people can get at the job. But no, it's not. I don't give a fuck about nobody out there unless you are a felon 
I ain't talking about you, okay? We love y'all feelings. Or an adolescent. Or adolescent. A but teenager. No, not even. A, I'm not giving them back. Oh, Me and you no were 16, 17, 18 working at five-star restaurants. Am I wrong? Yes, but and not we everybody. And we resume. Y'all better get somebody to help y'all. If you a minor <laughs> watching this and you ain't the right age, or you 18, 19, 20, 21, and you're watching us right now, 22, 23, 24, 25, I don't care how old you are, lie on your damn resume. These folks ain't checking on that. Now, I don't know about this day and time. But back then, baby, they weren't checking resume. We could lie like hell on them motherfuckers and get a good ass job. Child. That's what you do. You get yourself a good job and act like you got a lot of these motherfuckers be lying on every goddamn about. thing else. They don't be yeah, giving about no resume. That much on goddamn um on COVID checks. All these motherfuckers got these PPP loans and shit, and we can get one. And I actually got a business that could right. use some help. Anyway, should have lied on that shit. Right. Eva Marcel and her husband, he says that he feels that there's room for reconciliation. Eva has told friends who have come out, like Ricky Smiley, Brat, and people like that, they've come out and said that Eva is ready to move on. Eva, you need to drop him. Y'all don't match. She even left her podcast. I'm so surprised. She's going through a lot. Eva is not even on her podcast. I don't even know where Eva is. She left the podcast and Claudia took over it. You seen that? Over the, yeah. the women's podcast she was doing at Target. It's a sponsor of. Yeah. I was like, wow. And her lotion people, Olay or whoever it is. Is a sponsor of it who Eva um does does the thing with. But they're not now because Cardi is there. Mm-hmm. Um but Eva, there's no room for Eva based off what Eva says, and I don't know what Michael Sterling did. Cynthia and Mike Hill, I thought there was some room from reconciliation there, but clearly something must have happened and they're done. They're completely done. Child so, Cynthia pussy was hot. There are a lot of um, Mike Hill right. dick was good. Right. As we know, because all these bitches he had run up in his house, he definitely oh, yeah, had dicked yeah. him real good. Yeah. So he dicked his dick real good. Old, I don't like old man. Jay got don't mind doing an old man. Me, I don't really like old men, but when I see something like that, ooh, he probably got a can dick. I mean, a dick size like this. Like, oh. Like this. <laughs> Put your mouth around that. Suck that for about 30 minutes and watch your jaws hurt. <laughs> 40 minutes, probably for some of y'all. An hour. Some of these bitches be like, I can do an hour. My jaw ain't gonna hurt. <laughs> a good hood bitch. Stop! I'm not even doing okay, this with you. Anyway. I've never in my life sucked a dick in a locker room. Ever. Never, ever. Never. So I'm highly offended. Scene three. King at home showing us how much of a boss. She is, um, and I feel like once again, like I said about Sheree. Don't she remind you of her mama, of your mama? Yeah, she does remind me of my mama. She do, because when your mama doing business, she don't motherfucking play, don't come in her goddamn room, she's smoking a blunt. Even if I go to sleep, bitch, I'm woke. What you uh, talking about? I ain't sleep. I'm <laughs> <laughs> be like this with a laptop on my lid. <laughs> and get what, you go in there, huh? <laughs> get the type. <laughs> she ain't sleep, that's an Aquarius for your ass. His mama's an Aquarius. She, I'm not playing. I love that about his mama. I mean, about her mama. Sorry, let's say that again. Her mama is an Aquarius, okay? And I love that about Jay's mom. Jay's mom is a go-getter. Jay's mom is like, um, like serious, like, 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 Jay's mama don't play. Jay's mama works, okay? Works. And puts me so much in the mind of Kenya. Kenya is no nonsense. Her face just give, don't fuck around with me, because I'm telling you I'm not playing. Jay's mama face, give, don't even approach me. Don't ask me for that. <laughs> That's what it gives. Like, don't even ask me for a dollar because if you ask me, I get cussed out. But no, don't be intimidated because J Mom is very nice. You would be intimidated by her demeanor before she even speaks. But J Mom is really nice. Like, she may give you that dollar, seriously, if you ask. Yeah, sure. You know, right? Why yeah. are you making that face? Jay, she is, that she's is Jay intimidating, Mom. honey. No, she's, she's intimidating, but she will give you the, the money. If a homeless person asks, she'll give it to him. But they might be like, she rolled out on one of them. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, my lady. 
I'm sorry, I'm, like, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. <laughs> Seriously. Because this hefty might be like, uh, what you want to understand when you see that? Um, but say, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, but Kenya is a boss bitch, right? What you was gonna say, Sheree? What? I said I was just thinking the same thing. I don't know why they're doing this because I mean they've done similar scenes before when they showed up to Kenya Moore, um, at CBS and stuff like that, premiering her line, which is expected for them to show on TV. But girl, you sitting up here hollering at the damn graphic designer because he done resized the shit. This Bravo, mm -hmm. y'all could have found something else, and if mm -hmm. y'all couldn't have found something else, then y'all shouldn't have used it. Exactly. Um, I think Kenya is no nonsense. Like definitely are. I think that um, when it's about Kenya's business and her child is definitely serious and put your foot down. Like I know babysitters probably have to quit because <laughs> they can't deal with her attitude. You know, I know how I am. Like I'm no nonsense. You can't even cross me. Jay may be like, you just met this motherfucker. You ain't gonna give him a chance. He fuck up one time and you just like cut him off. And that's just how I am. A person can cross me once and it's absolutely I'm just like Remy Ma said. I'm Nobody crosses me ass. twice. Nobody crosses me once. I swear to God, this never crosses me twice. I'm good. That is super whack. No one crosses me super, once. Super whack. No one crosses me once. Period. And I love Wally <laughs> and, and, and when it seems like yes. that. Yes! I think Kenya can be very mean when people, these fans and these people are working for her. She tried to do a long, drawn-out confessional explaining her um, attitude because I think that people have probably gotten in her ass or called her out about the way she treats some of her um, workers, I mm -hmm. think, because she tried to do this long drawn out confessional about, you know, why she's the way she is and why she's so serious. And I'm pretty sure she said, I like young people and all this stuff. So I'm pretty sure she was trying to kind of hint that she allows a lot of young people to work for her. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of these people, when I look around, they look like gay guys. And I think that when they begin to work with her, he just sounded like, like a CC on the phone. Just like they do with Sheree. And not, sir, I'm sorry. Just like they did with Sheree first and second season, um, Sheree had all those people working with her. And, you right. know, I knew a lot of them from Newburgh. The skinny lady with the, with the little bit of head. Right, all of them. They, and they the were young people, hairstyle. Right, they were young people who were, wanted to be in fashion, but also they were fans of Sheree and the show. You know what I'm saying? Or not just fans of Sheree and the show, but also knew that a big show was coming to Atlanta. So they wanted to work for her. But it's like, when I begin to work under you and you start to talking to me any kind of way and I see the other side of you, then it's like, ugh. Then I start rolling my eyes behind your back and I'm whispering to the other workers like, this bitch is rude, man. She already ain't paying me enough. Da -da 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 -da. You start to get comfortable, you right. know? Like Candy's guy. Candy guy loved Escape. Probably was a huge fan of them and begin to talk that shit. What Candy name ain't is? paying me enough. Candy doing this and Candy doing Ralphie. that. Ralphie. Nah, just like, what's going <laughs> on? I don't know. Brillo pad, here yeah. there. Um, but Candy went off on his ass. Remember, Candy told him, don't Johnny. ever, Johnny, don't ever talk about me. And you are dismissed after you do this motherfucking work. Please. Who the hell does he think he's talking to? I'm talking about, oh, you don't pay enough. Well, bitch, why was you asking me for your job back? But he won't get nan another check from me. Okay? Not nan another. Now, you can call me a bitch. You can call me an asshole. But to call me motherfucking fake is wrong. Okay? Honey, don't you keep me. fucking around. We're going to turn your ass into Johnny Cakes and fry your ass up, bitch. You know, um, Johnny, Johnny, is, Johnny is Drew's best friend with the twist. He just was reincarnated. He came back as somebody else. You talking about Anthony? Anthony if you don't stop it, like, I see Anthony gone. Yeah, I see Anthony is gone. Well, don't be surprised if Anthony returns because Drew is forgiving. She she forgiving, but and she Ralph need that dick up. Now, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. I'm just playing. No, that's okay. what um Sheree was saying though. No. Yeah, that's and true. that's what he said. 
<laughs> For real though. But so many people admire her and them until you work under this person. You know what I'm saying? Just like yeah. Minaj, Lil Kim, and all these famous people. You admire them until you begin to work under them and you see a different side of them. Uh, Monetta explains that she was a majorette. Who knew that Monetta was majorette? I love majorettes. I love majorettes. Um, and dancing divas and dancing and dolls. And Jay Setters. and all of them um, in college and high school. I just love their formations and the way they, um, you know, their stance and their diva-ness and all, like, I just... He liked the uniform dance, honey. He liked the people that all dance the, all of them. All that shit, all that shit, all that shit. Like, I used to look, I used to be like, I want to be a girl and be like, damn, I used to be mesmerized by them. I want to be like, stop with that gay shit. Uh-uh. Um, looking over there at the damn girl, because you ain't a damn girl. Look at that football. The fuck? Bitch, like, he didn't make no never mind to me. I ain't give a fuck. You come up. I, I don't give a fuck about playing no damn football. Bitch. So they're going to go to Alabama later, from my understanding, um, from us reading these um, old posts. Um, the ladies the ladies went to Alabama. Look. The Magic City Classic is a huge annual football game they have asked me to perform. So I had this brilliant idea to do a collaboration with their band for Kenya More Hair Care. And since Magneta is a very good choreographer, I need her to bring Keyonce up to speed and be in full effect, honey. Scene four, Candy, Monetta, and Dunn won. I don't know what to call this scene. Candy is working so much, um, and she looks great. I love how Candy looks. Um, and I also want to say, I love that she has a white erase board. If you don't have a white erase board and you call yourself an entrepreneur, then you're really not entrepreneuring. Okay, and I know it probably sounds stupid, like, huh? You need a dry erase board? You kind of sort of do. If you don't have a dry erase board, okay, I'll give it to you. Right. You got to have a big-ass note page on your computer that allows you to write this stuff down and have a graph, and you're able to check stuff off, erase stuff when you're complete with it. You got to be organized. And I think that a lot of, I even think Anna Wintour. When I think of Anna Wintour's office, I think that she doesn't have a dry erase board. I think she has a marker that lights up with light. LED lights and it's a glass board that's like blurred on one side and you get what I'm saying glass on this side. I feel like she just like, stick, know, sticky notes to people forehead and be like get this for me. Do this. <laughs> do this. And don't touch it. Don't try to read it. Do this. Do this. <laughs> like damn bitch you want me to do the impossible. Okay. Speaking of go Anna Wintour. Oh, you done? <laughs> no go ahead. Oh. Well speaking of Anna Wintour honey in fashion this look is giving um it's giving um um goddamn. It's giving the dungeon is what it's giving. No, nah, to me it's, it's giving Missy Elliott. Uh, I can't stand the rain and uh, Michael Jackson Jerry curl, but yeah, I love it though. I love it. Candy did this bitch. She did it. But you know what? Every time I think Candy did it, every time I think Candy did it, you know what happens? Marlo end up coming even harder, and she surprises me. I'm telling you, Candy second. I gotta give Candy second, and she's staying on Marlo's tail. But bitch. Marlo is up there. Kenya is out the race. This bitch keep failing with outfits. Okay, Sanya. I don't is know what she doing this season with her look. No, I don't know what she doing either. Kenya, you, you, come on, Kenya. You Last gotta, season, you gotta it was be cute in third place. Half, up, half down in the flower dress and stuff. Don't she gotta know. be in third place. You finna let Sheree and Sanya come in third place, boo boo. Because, she might get better because um, her first confessional be ugly. Sanya has been, Sanya's been dressing, bitch. Yeah, Sanya. Except them, I don't like them um, radiant earrings that she has. Yeah. You like that? Been them goddamn chandeliers hanging from her fucking ear. Oh no, Sheree had them. <laughs> Sheree just had them chandelier things. No, Sanya had them big ass sun mm -hmm. looking. Oh, Sheree just had some chandelier things in her confessional that I, that I hated. Mm. Um, Candy finally is on her way to an EGOT after Todd doubted her last year, telling her, You ain't gonna never get another EGOT. <laughs> 
but she's one letter closer to it, you guys, as she has been nominated for a Tony Award recently before this episode. I mean, after this episode was recorded. So she recorded this episode not knowing that she was even nominated for a Tony, and now she knows she's nominated for a Tony. So pie in um, Todd's face. I didn't like that he said that last year. Ooh, not I was pie like, in Todd's was, face. Um, it, I felt like it was wrong. Remember last year, I did not like that he said yeah. it. Like, I was totally shocked that he would say that. I don't even care if he was joking. Don't play with me like that. Like, don't call none of my life. I am going to get an EGOT. If I want an EGOT, I'm going to get an EGOT. Candy be crying and shit. She should have bust out in tears right there. Uh, she should have did some crybaby shit right there. Uh, <laughs> Why would you say that, Todd? Oh, that's going to make him feel bad. Yeah, that should. Joyce is being mean to Todd again. As we all know, we all I'm seen Bravo I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. We were, sick um, of it. We, you know, we were, we were, um, we seen it all over shade when we watched it and everything. Um, and I just think she is crazy and it's messed up. Um, that Kayla is the one that had to, that Kayla had to be the one to call Todd and tell Todd, and that Candy is here setting up for a Halloween reel and didn't feel the need that when she first heard it to call Todd and say, you know what, Todd. Before anything, since I can't correct my mama, she can't even talk to my mama and say shit to her mama. Why can't you call your man and say, listen, I'm sorry what my mama said. You probably gonna hear it. What'd she say, baby? Don't worry about it if you ain't heard it. Cause that's what Jay would do. Jay would be like, don't worry about it if you ain't heard it. If you come across it, and I'm telling you sorry right now. You know what I'm saying? Candy could have at least did that if she didn't have the balls enough to say To it. say what happened, right? She could have just said, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you see it, you see it. If you don't, you don't. Don't worry about it, it ain't that serious. But Kayla made it worse because my daughter had to call me. Right, me. and it wasn't you. And it wasn't you. And so that's your mammy. That's your like, mammy. Right, she's so nervous about calling Todd and nervous about calling Joyce. So right. she just then sat there and moved on in hopes in the back of her head, like everything just washes over. Just but What really kills me is that from what we know, the only man that had a good job that Joyce <laughs> the fucking had is Candy right. Daddy, he a pastor. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah. We know that Joyce is very mean. Last year or the year before last, one of those years, she made a statement like, you know, Riley didn't have a daddy, so leave her the money and basically don't need the other children no money. Let Ace and, and Blaze spend to fend for themselves because they got a daddy. They got a daddy and let him take care of them. So Joyce is very mean and um, I know that Candy sometimes feels helpless, but she should have had the decency to at least call her man and tell him before Kayla did because I'm pretty sure Kayla made it sound worse because Kayla's like... I'm being clowned. Right. They calling me like, oh Lord, they, Joyce done clowned your dad again, honey. What Candy gonna say about that shit? Right. You know, it's not just Candy involved and Joyce gotta be checked at some point. She has to be checked. And even if it's over and over again, you can't get tired of checking her. But Candy ain't gonna check her motherfucking mama, y'all. No, she not. That's she not. Man. She not gonna check her at all. And I really don't understand why Joyce always has to come at Todd, even when he not doing nothing to her. And Todd, like Todd said, sometimes it's just like, I keep trying, but at some point it's just like, whatever. Like, I don't even give a fuck no more. I'm not about to keep trying to be nice to somebody who's continuously being bitchy or catty towards me. So, right. I don't blame him. The point is that Candy won't speak up to her mama. And I think she should really just go off on her ass one good time. Don Juan is sitting here beating his hand on the arm of the couch. Just like Carmen like said. trying to get her to understand, have you said out of your mouth how you actually feel about it when she does these things? And Candy's just like, honey, she's a lost cause. I already know my mama. Y'all right. don't know her. I know her. But it's regardless of that. You're going to irritate your friends. You're going to irritate your daughter-in-law. And you're going to irritate your husband not checking her. The more you check her, mm -hmm. the more she will realize it. Period. Carmen tried to tell Candy motherfucking ass in season 12 when they sat down and she said, 
my best friend can go. And she said, but but your mama, and she said, and she can go too. If it come down to her, coming in between you and your man, and right. she doing it purposely, she can go too. And Candy said, oh, no, man, not your mama. She said she can go. Right. Yo, she can go. Mm-hmm. You need to cut her off, and I bet you she'll straighten the fuck up. That's the problem. You keep taking care of her, and it's my mama. She can have whatever she want to have, no matter what she's saying, what she do. That's my mom. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what y'all have to say. That's my mama. And I'm going to make sure my mama's good. She don't have to talk to me. She don't have to say nothing to me. That's my mama. And y'all can tweet. You can do whatever. That's my mama. And you can tweet till you get blue in the face. I don't care. She can have whatever she want, because that's my mama. There's no punishment and there's no repercussion mm-hmm. to what she does. So she keep doing it to you and she's not going to give a fuck. Mm-hmm. She's not going to give a damn until, God forbid, you pass on before her and somebody else has to give her a reality check mm-hmm. about how she could have deteriorated your life by making you being stressed the fuck out between your mama and your man arguing with each other all the damn time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is what it is. Candy, it's a lot of people in Candy generation and around Candy's age that... Um, have that same mentality of I would never disrespect my mama. My mama and my auntie Stacy and all five of they, all five of her siblings, all four of her siblings are the same way. They will not disrespect Grandma Ruby, and any slightest thing is considered disrespect. Let me not say, let me not say I'm disres- I'm promoting disrespect. I'm not promoting disrespect. What I'm saying is what they consider disrespect. Okay, let me say that. I wouldn't consider speaking up to your mama when she telling you, you don't never give me no money. If your mama asks for some money, you need to give her. I could die, and you ain't giving me no money. That's wrong. You have to check stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a life, and I can't just give you money. You're not going to guilt trip me. But saying stuff like that is too much, too much. Even though your mama wrong for what she's saying, my mama them feel like, oh, no, that's too much. No, you don't give your mama that. Just, just not. Just close your mouth, bite your tongue, and be quiet. And that's right. not this generation of people, not my generation and the generation below me. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah, I'm kind of like that in a certain sense where I don't, I'm not. Right, I, you are. I don't disrespect my parents. You know, they have disrespected me. And on a And things that is not considered level, disrespect, like, we call it disrespect even though, you know, it's not disrespect technically. Right. But it's been considered disrespect for so long. But you're right. right. Your parents have disrespected you and you held your tongue many a times. I've never heard you disrespect your parents at all. But I've definitely heard them disrespect you, and I've seen them mistreat you in ways that I would have went off. I would have went off being who I am. But to that generation and people like you and my Auntie Stacy kids, my cousins, that's foreign to them to tell them to speak up. That's It's like I'm shaking in my bones that you're even telling me that. They even just conjure up the tongue to say, I'm not doing it, mama. You ain't going to talk to me like that because I'm a human too. That's even too much. But for me, it's not. I will tell my mama, I'm a human. Don't talk to me that way. You wouldn't want me to disrespect you. You can't disrespect me. But somebody hearing me say that to my mama and my mama letting that ride, they will call my mama stupid. She let her children disrespect her and all of that. And we don't cuss at my mama. But we do tell the truth and we don't hold back because my mama doesn't instilled in us to be honest no matter what. Right. So we're, we, don't, we don't have fear in us about keeping it real with her, you know, except for Poppy ass. <laughs> me and Kaya don't. Kaya, Leo, I'm an Aquarius. We polar opposites from each other, like me and you. But you are that way because you got an Aquarius mama, and you were raised like that to close your mouth. Like, you, she don't play with you just like I don't play with Yaya. So I get it. I get it. Um, and Candy, and, but Candy may feel like I know my mama. Y'all don't know my mama like I know my mama. And saying anything to her is just a lost cause. I can't get nothing across her, so what's the point of me wasting my breath? Like I said already, Candy has to really prove to them that she care about their feelings and showing them that she care about their feelings is saying something to your mama in front of them. Like she yeah, publicly might make it embarrassed worse. them, publicly embarrassed her 
in front of them, not even on camera, but just in front of them, call a meeting and go off on her ass, even if she cry. Candy is start uh, crying if she start crying. Look at you, tell me, uh, I don't even know. If she start no, crying, uh, shit. How she gonna start crying when she this goddamn mean? Todd could be crying, feeling like he wanna kill himself because he less of a man because his mother-in-law treated him this way. That may sound far-fetched for some people, like, but please. No, but that's not, but that's not far-fetched at all because he's trying his hardest to, you please. know, be as good of a man as he can be for Candy. And, and the rest of the world already saying right. he ain't got enough money and then his, her mama saying the Come same on, shit. that could be making him feel like, I yeah. don't wanna shave my face. I'm feeling less of myself. Man, I don't even wanna work at the damn thing. I'm being laughed at. People steady asking me yeah, shit. Yeah, that's, that's a, you that's, know what I'm saying? That's I gotta a, see her when I go in the restaurant. You ain't checking her, but you making us work together in this goddamn restaurant. Yeah, that's majorly on, emasculating. Candy. It is. That's you majorly emasculating. Candy. And your man is not gonna feel like a man for much longer. And like he done said to you before, he gonna head out if you can't yeah. check your mama or cut her off one of the two. You can't do either. I Like, I'm sorry, but the things that I have going on with my mama, Justin has suggested to me that I speak up and say certain things at times where she has said things to me that were wrong or you know even about my transition and i said that i'm trying to find myself and things like that it was very disrespectful conversation in regards to that and um i mean it is what it is i never said anything about it but i don't i don't speak to my mom on a regular basis i don't talk to her she's not impeding on our life or in our relationship to the point where he feels uncomfortable about the relationship that i have with my mom because my is on our the thing but i don't have a problem with Leo. the relationship you have with your mama because it's not like your mama dislikes she's me. helpful to us big time so or, or on us, but she definitely not even helps. that she dislikes me like my mama mama doesn't dislike you but you understand no, what i'm no. saying it's she just don't that like us no the it's thing is she don't play no fucking game right so you don't want to go to school okay bye because you ain't smart and her You're ways doing dumb shit. are <laughs> and her I ways mean. are just unacceptable sometimes and it's not feasible for you know productiveness in a relationship your mom watching this shit like okay justin gonna give you the wrong goddamn advice i'm gonna knock your teeth out your goddamn mouth if you don't stop that's what she's saying when she listens to this the, listen. hey if it's happening we sorry we ain't trying to start no shit <laughs> Just shut your mouth, right? Oh, stop. Scene five, we're at Drew's house with the new girl, my girl. I'm kind of liking the gazelle, Courtney. I'm fucking with her, okay? So the scene opened up with Drew telling us that she wants to make a good impression on cousin Courtney. She's calling the girl her cousin now because, you know, Ralph found out that they were cousins. I don't know if it's basically cousins or if they're cousins for real. I don't know. Um, they probably don't have blood running through each other's veins. Anyway. Well, they don't have that anyway. We already went over that. But uh, still. Um, Candace Dillard is here. She calls Drew, asked Drew to sing. She said Shamari DeVoe was supposed to sing. I'm so surprised that they flashed the Shamari DeVoe. And they made sure, they purposely made sure they cut Nene ass out. They showed Portia <laughs> they and they showed Shamari DeVoe. Damn, no, y'all ain't gonna do Nene like that now. Drew explained to us. Wrong. Right, it's all good though. It's okay, Nene. It's okay, Nene. We love you, bitch. And we're gonna keep using your reels. I mean, your um. Your clips every time, damn, every motherfucker, time. use it. Yeah. <laughs> the queen is back. See Candy now. Face stuck, okay? <laughs> Pick your faces up off the floor. She's back. Uh, Drew says they've been hanging out a lot. So her and Candace have been hanging out a lot lately, which is pretty good to know. Um, I don't really fuck around with Candace like that. From what I see about Candace, I don't really fuck with her. I don't really like her like that. I know that she's an antagonist, just like Kenya was when Kenya first got on this thing, season. She's I mean, the on villain this, of her, um, of her um, franchise, right? She was very, antag uh, very antagonistic. antagonistic yes. And as well as Heavenly over at Married to Medicine adapted that same. They're both the villains of their franchise. And then Candace ended up coming over there doing the same thing. Giselle was trying to be, but then they brought Candace in. Giselle 
It's not, wait a minute, they wait. got a whole new devil in this mug. Giselle was trying to be, though. Anyway. You um, stop coming for Giselle Bryant, okay? Um, anyway. Girl, up. change your name back. Courtney arrives to Drew's house with her baby father, who is not her husband and not her boyfriend currently. So why the fuck are they here together? I'm totally confused about that. Maybe they just fucking each other and they trying to get back together. I don't know. In other words, like that, is she from Atlanta? Because you know how the hood go, bitch. They'll never know. stop fucking their baby daddy. No, nah, Courtney don't sound like she from Atlanta. She probably not. But Courtney is also a Capricorn. So Courtney is a sucker for love. <laughs> Winnie the Bynum is also a sucker for love. Winnie the Bynum was in two relationships. She's a prophetess. And prophetess typically hear from God prior to or maybe sometimes just as a confirmation so a lot of people were making jokes like well if she was a prophetess then why god didn't show her that she was gonna get her ass beat and she, i ain't oh, trying to repeat stop no jokes it. or nothing but when the bottom was beat up twice in her relationship and she hopped in these relationships that she was head over heels about these matter of fact god did show her that she was gonna get beat up you know why because she was gonna pick up that brick right, right not gonna... <laughs> when i saw him coming the ghetto in me picked up a brick <laughs> he started looking and he saw the brick by the time he got about from where there to that pole is, he said, Juanita, I said, Wesley, I will knock your head. When he saw the brick, he said, put that brick down, girl. I'm going to call your daddy. I'm going to call your daddy right now. You're right about that. But, um, but um, Capricorns are suckers for love. You know what I'm saying? Sure, Capricorn, but she a sucker for good dick. She a sucker for love. That bitch is a sucker for love as well. Come to find out, Drew knows. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait. Go ahead. What you was going to say? Drew knows. Courtney's baby father. Okay, they, so that's when it first going to So, come to find out, Drew knows Courtney's baby father, Courtney's baby father, slash fuck buddy, I'm assuming, um, well, is a singer. He was in this group, and he also acted, so he's acted in something with Drew, and I don't find that to be a coincidence. They definitely did that on purpose. Courtney was acting like, oh my god, I did not know that. Like, girl, please, you definitely fucking did Andy that, already confirmed that he would like a generic... I mean, not generic. I'm sorry. An organic um, interaction with the women when they first meet each other. So they already flow. right. They, they knew that they knew. They sort of knew. I she was acting like she really didn't it, know. Right. Her no what, baby know father of 24 years. Just like when Marlo walked her. Head. Right. Exactly. This is her baby father. Of when, that means that they years. were together. The baby was already born when y'all were acting together. Yes. That means so that how the fuck did you not know that he was married and this was yes. his wife? Um, anyways, yes, um, so right. they had to be that movie had to be just like 10 years ago or 12 years but ago, just like when Marlo walked in for her first scene and Sheree said, I know Marlo, you know, right, right. Phaedra brought her in, but Candy already knew Marlo before anybody in the group, and Phaedra brought her in, Sheree had already known Marlo, so they, they wanted to be organic and they really right. wanted them to already know these people, so they already knew each other, right? Um, but it all you're right, it all seemed like a setup. That's exactly what I have here. Drew calls Candy while Courtney is standing here, knowing Drew calls Candy, knowing Courtney is here. She already know the situation. Ralph already explained. They all, we know that last episode they had a whole conversation about it. Um, so why would you even do that? Drew is being real messy, and I don't know if it's because Drew didn't like how hard Candy was coming for her on Speak on it. You know, Candy was really coming hard for Drew on Speak On It during the reunion. When the reunion part two or part three dropped, she did a Speak On It with Drew. And she was really coming hard for her. And maybe this is why we're seeing this Drew keep trying to, you know, do little sneaky shit towards Candy. Right. Because this was real kind. This was like pointless. What was your reason? Let me call Candy. Like, bitch, why? Courtney said, okay, I'm going to walk over here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not understanding why. And she still why. said, hey, Courtney. Yes, and still brought Bitch. the phone over there and say, hey to Courtney. Like, we're doing a little bit of family time and looked at the camera Bitch, like, that's not my family, bitch. I was just in the choke Right, Candy said, okay, and you called me, why? Oh, right, I'm going to talk to you later. Like, are you kidding me? 
she really trying to fuck out of her. And later in the episode, she tried her again. And we'll talk about that a little bit later when we get there. Um, but I feel like it's sneaky. It's sneaky like Candy, though. Candy do a little conniving, underlying, underhanded little sneaky shit as well. I feel like. Okay. Drew says that Sanya unfollowed her. And I feel like clearly she could care less. Could dent. Oh, could dent. Could dent care less. My bad. Drew wanted um, to ward off that demonic spirit. Remember that demonic spirit that was part masculine, part feminine? They couldn't figure out whether it was Anthony or whether it was Sanya. Uh, so, <laughs> remember that. So, I nah, think it she... was part masculine, part feminine. That's not what that lady said. She said, I'm sensing a feminine energy, but it could be a man who emulates a woman. Or well, it could who... be a woman who emulates a man. And there is an adversary. It feels like it's a woman, but I'm not sure. Because when you see stuff in the spirit realm, it can look like a woman and it can just be a man that has the spirit of a woman. Just be very aware. Right. That's crazy. I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, is it a Sonya? Then I'm like, well, maybe it's the assistant. Is it Sheree? Because Sheree's been murmuring. And I don't know, maybe Sheree's coming from me. I hope it's not Kenya. But is Kenya going to turn up? I don't know. I don't know who it is. But I'm looking around everybody. Things with Sonya and I were moving in a better direction. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I noticed she unfollowed me. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. That is a big deal. When you unfollow somebody, that is making a major statement. She'll say she's my friend. And then when the rest of the group gets together, it changes. It changes. They want to eat some pussy. <laughs> um, Stop but, it. So it was the, it, but it could have been Sheree. It was the two muscular bitches. It was one of them. It could have been Sheree, too. But <laughs> I don't think Drew really cared. Drew, this confessional was too goofy and too funny. Drew was like, girl, please. <laughs> I care. Okay. Sweep your ass away. I'm glad you blocked me, bitch. Don't unblock me. <laughs> Drew definitely was giving. She could, couldn't care less. Let me make sure I say that correctly. Couldn't care less. Yeah, you better not ever put another one Sing in my face. Could not care less. Scene six. We are in Marlo's Rolls Royce or um whatever the hell. Whatever. Rolls Royce or whatever. One of these white women about her. Right. With the boys. Um and I I mean I understand Marlo was obviously Monty, but um can we see something else? Right. Don't do it like that though. She she is she need to bring her drunk ass mama back on here. How you mom doing? She down there on Pine Street. If she return back to Pine Street, that's something for us to see. Go your ass down there and go rescue her. <laughs> that's TV. Take up some cigarettes, bitch. Yeah, take up some cigarettes. Go down there, ask them like try to rescue your mama, put her through rehab, spend your own money to put her through rehabilitation. <laughs> do the whole nine yards. Like we want to see you go there. I think you will win. Can you get back over? I think you will win. Probably not can. She might not win Kenya. She kill that bunch of drunk mama. If she die or nothing, she wouldn't care less. Kenya would probably be sad about it. Um, Candy would be pissed if Kenya forgave Marlo. Okay, totally. Um, but Marlo is doing Aquarius is do forgive people. They shouldn't fucking forgive. Yeah, Kenya would feel sad if her mom got sick and died or something. Lord forbid. Uh, Marlo is doing great with her boys though, and I think that their life is so much better than what it would have been if they were with their biological mom or even with their auntie. You know, the other auntie who look like one of the seven dwarfs, you know. Um, what's her name, Jasmine? <laughs> what, oh, no, they sister named Jasmine. What's her auntie name? Janet. I forgot um, her name. Uh, what she said? She said Jasmine. That is Jasmine. But I think their life is, like, so much better being that they are with Marlo. And you cannot tell me... Crystal. Oh, Crystal. <laughs> That's her name. Uh, you cannot tell me that God don't work, just work in mysterious ways. Like, it was meant for these boys to be with Marlo and get a better life and see new things. Mm -hmm. And um, God just be working on behalf of children constantly. Like, he's constantly sending angels 
to protect and shield children constantly working on their behalf so i commend marlo because i know it's not easy waking up putting them on the school bus going up to the school make sure everything's good at least marlo don't have them at five baby we got a five-year-old and baby my god child would have had her since she was before five right way before five but it's worse because if we got to pop up to her school because she done pissed on herself it's horrible um, and we gotta stop everything we do. We gotta send expos or if anything happens, like stop what we do and go deal with it. And right now, currently, she's fucking sick. A hundred and two fever. Yes. No, I won't. Yes, a hundred and two fever. And um, I think it got up to like 103. And and we've been giving her Motrin, trying to keep it down. And I've been wearing a mask around this bitch, trying to keep her on the mask. But of course, the five-year-old's not going to keep on the mask. So you do get sick. So that's why I say Marlo's doing good, but she ain't dealing with no five-year-old. Luckily, she dealing with Marlo will really be done put that baby out. You five, baby. You got to go, baby. You got to get out of here. <laughs> you finna go to Crystal? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and sleep on the floor, baby. On the pissy floor. <laughs> this year, yeah. said, we're going to come home. It's dirty here. Mm-hmm. And they got an antenna TV with a hanger on it. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit just said, I want to come high, Marlo. Stop it. You don't even got to eat cereal. We eat hot dog and noodles, Monty. Can you come <laughs> home, please, Monty? Please. Anyway, <laughs> I bet they won't act up my mouth. Better go in there and fuck that bear and be quiet. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. You better take that shit out. Yeah, <laughs> no. Oh, I can't say that. Why I can't say that? Shit. <laughs> Girl, please. They'll be okay. Okay, scene. He was <laughs> doing something to the bear because it was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Billy, little dirty William coming back, Mr. Billy. Scene seven. Drew and Candace Dillard scene. Okay, what if they trying to move Candace over to the ACL? I'm gonna turn the goddamn channel. Because they show her husband at the end of this scene. They might be trying to get rid of Kenya ass then because. Right. They show her husband at the end of the scene mingling with the gentleman, and he looked great mingling with them. Like he looked really great, like fit in with them more than Moneta husband. I'm like, go on somewhere by, bring Candace in, bring Candace in. She'll make a bitch knock her head off. That's what she want. Just like Candace. I ain't gonna say I hate because I don't hate nobody. I ain't gonna never use that word. I never use that word. I can't stand her ass. I can't. Let me not say hate. Scene opens up with Drew arriving to Candace rehearsing at the City Winery. Make sure y'all go check out Sophia Funky Dineva and Tia Smith coming up at the City Winery. Look up tickets, wherever you can find the tickets. I wish we could be there. I love them so much. Um, Monietta saying she has an issue with Marlo seems like a reach to me. So Monietta reveals that she has an issue with Marlo. Sanya asks everyone. Okay. Sanya did ask. So is everyone here on this side of the table not speaking to Marlo? I'm just trying to make it clear. And Sanya is so nosy and messy. This is going to come up later to Marlo. Uh, and it did later it, it eventually came up and Sanya cannot stop purposely carrying bones and like I said before if you ask any of her college or high school friends they would probably say the same thing right. they would probably say this is naturally Sanya Sanya runs her mouth go back and run her mouth I don't think this is just a TV thing because if it is this bitch came in who the formula got the formula and fucking performed okay pregnancy all of that this is what we want to see out of Housewives I feel like I'm gonna put a picture over this don't worry about that nothing happened I feel like nothing happened at the conversation with Marlo and Monietta in Jamaica that would cause Monietta to be this upset I feel like um, the issue was so minuscule that Monietta has a, such a bigger life on such a higher scale that she should have other things other apples to be mixing through and dealing with I mean, other like bad just... fruit that's in the basket like this this is something so minuscule it's as if she wants to find a good reason to chop Marlo off and not have to no longer speak to Marlo because, because what does it Candy look like? and Kenya already. What does it look like that I plan on being in this clique, but Nikki got a song say pick a side, pick a side. Even as grown women, 
we have to pick a side, pick a side. If Candy, Toya, Rashida, and that whole brown girl sexy group that they do stop fucking with one bitch, they all gotta cut that bitch off because they all have to think alike that she wronged me, bitch, she may wrong you that way. So that's why I think they think that way. Even well, as grown black adults, black women adults like that. That's what I think. I think she's trying to chop Marlo off because it's easier to not talk to her than to talk to her and play over here and play on this side of the fence as well. That may be true, but I also think that, um, like you just pointed out, or like we both just pointed out, that the dates were so close together for filming that she really just saw Marlo talking shit about her in Jamaica. It was just a few it weeks ago that the that that episode premiered and she was able to see what Marlo was saying because she didn't know what the hell Marlo was saying when she walked up on her. And this so, might be naturally Moneta that we didn't know because like Sheree said last season, I mean last episode, be quiet Moneta because you ain't even had no voice last season. Now Moneta want to have a voice. They ain't say five words when we were all together last time. Girl, honey, this is Ferrari. This is a Ferrari, honey. If he's cheating with another girl, that's like a Toyota. Now, if you want to downgrade it, that's on him. You know what I'm saying, though? So, that was it. You just now want to open up your mouth and have something to say. And that's the truth. Maybe she did look back at it, and maybe we're not seeing the real Moneta. Like I said, I said that last season. This season, she's giving us real Moneta. She's probably giving us what Neo divorced her ass about. Although Ooh. they say it was cheating. They say he was she, cheating. Yeah, they say he was cheating, and she left him. We but know I'm he just cheated. Being funny. Yeah, I'm just being funny. Um, but we don't know what Neo was dealing with. Neo, it, she wasn't perfect. She was not the perfect woman. I highly doubt she was a perfect woman. And she's not the perfect woman to this white man that she's with. So I definitely think that she wanted to find a reason to cut Marlo off. And it's a reach. I don't even think Marlo is understanding this. Even Candy don't get mad at small things. Like, she could have got mad at Shamia for calling her aunties because that's kind of like, damn, like, you playing both sides of the fence. That's a pl you playing me right now. <laughs> like, damn, you calling me old. You trying she, me. <laughs> that's, that's the level that that's on. You get what I'm saying? That is the level that that is on. And Shamia means more to Candy than Marlo do. So why right. are you that mad? It's like, make it make sense. I need somebody to really make that make sense. Candy and Shamia have a closer relationship than Moneta and Marlo, and Candy wasn't even that affected by it. So it's like you just want to be mad. If she means nothing to you, girl, bye. But the way Moneta stood up and turned his way, shoulder up, and uh-uh-uh-uh, and Kenya over here batting her eyes like... Hmm. Well, maybe it was like this, I was trying to be nice to you type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Because she was going over to Marlo in spite of Kenya and Candy going over to the gazebo or whatever the hell, the cabana, wherever the hell they was at in Jamaica. And it's just like, she's saying it's with Candy's permission. Maybe that bitch don't want to be looked at like she ain't got no brain. But um, anyways, and candy is so motherfucking dry. When I'm sitting up here looking at candy face, do this. Girl, if you don't like, you could. Everybody else smiling, laughing, trying to look like some candy in here like this. Like, come on now, I don't get it. Oh, Girl, Sheree done taught you something about talking lie. fast, huh? She went live to discuss Housewives, bitch. Yes, I need to record this. So they switched to Sheree, and um, they explained why Sheree isn't here. And Sheree is not here because she's claiming she is under the weather. Yes, Sheree, yes. So wait, what's the verdict on Sheree? Yeah, she's not feeling well. Yeah. I'm sorry to miss an opportunity to see our girl flop it like Drew, but I'm under the weather. <laughs> Yeah, right, bitch. You under the dick. <laughs> That's under the Martell, honey. Right. So Candy loves to eat. They give them the cue to stand up, clap, because the performance is getting ready to start. Come on, Candace. Woo! Candace said, bitch. Candace said, 
goddamn chicken. Bitch, I, got, I got french fries in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> up in the goddamn. Candy Get the fuck up. <laughs> Candy loves to eat. Make sure y'all check out the Urban Binge YouTube channel. The Urban Binge YouTube channel. We have several compilations. Sprinter fights. All the fights that happen on the bus. On Housewife history. Real Housewives of Atlanta history. And all the times Candy has loved to eat and consider and chose eating over bullshit even the bird shit <laughs> dropping down in jamaica she didn't give a fuck she still ate her goddamn food see now i get a little food in my system i'm like this is when my second wind come in hey hey yeah you gotta feed that one you don't feed me i'm tired honey i'm growling that's um but make sure you check out the urban bench on youtube subscribe over there um drew gets up and um, she do her little doo-wop doo-wop for 43 seconds. How I know it was 43 seconds because Bravo is so shady. They counted her time and put a timer up there. Um, they threw major shade at Drew. All of them threw major shade at Drew. They had confessions where they threw major shade at Drew for her little doo-wop doo-wop. And I have um, a bone to pick with Sonya because... But Candace can really sing. Let me say that. Candace, Candace can Drew sing. Can they sing, can both but sing, Candace yes. dreams, sings better um, than, than Drew. True. My mama begs to differ, though. She thinks Drew sings Sanya. And this gold medal record count, bitch, I have had it. And I feel like Sanya is the kind of girl to be like, my gold medal record is 49 seconds. <laughs> Everywhere she got damn go as a conversation starter. Because it's like you wanna, this is the Real Housewives of Atlanta, honey. We do not care. All right? Just like we do not give a damn about Candy's Grammy that she won for No Scrubs in 1990, what the fuck ever it was. And we don't give a damn about Kenya winning Miss USA in 1990, whatever the fuck it was. And we don't give a damn about Phaedra being Bobby Brown attorney in 1990, whatever the hell it was. So we don't give a damn. Do you understand? It's about what you bring to the table while you're here. All right. So please stop with this. Please, with this gold medal, right? Girl, like, run that shit into the ground with your sponsorships with Nike. Run that shit into the ground on your goddamn Instagram account or your YouTube channel. We don't want to hear that. Shit. I'm sorry. She get on my damn nerves. I ain't gonna lie. It don't never hurt to remind them what a champion look like, too. You don't see Kenya bringing her Miss USA crown. You don't see Candy bringing all her Grammys. Sonya is giving me if Pick Me was a person. A tryhard. Then Kenya asked Drew about her little woo-woo moment when they went nope. to the back. Not naked, honey. No. So explain why you just had like a small woo-woo-woo moment. Because it's her set. So it was like, I came to support my friend. We're proud of you, Drew. We want to see more. What's going on here? <laughs> this is not a performance. I would not invite all these people here to come see me and that be the only thing I'm doing. I wanted more than a woo-woo-woo. Woo-woo. A woo-woo. I'm not quite sure what that was, but what I do know is I ran longer to clinch my 400 meter gold medal than Drew was just on stage. Yeah, give it up for Mr. Sidorio. <laughs> and that was very shady. I couldn't believe Kenya went there um, with her, but that was true. It was your little woo-woo moment, and they were expecting more. I'm surprised she went up there and did that, but she was nervous. Drew can sing, don't play. Do you like cherry banana? <laughs> Sorry, split, split, split. Okay, so I'm gonna show you one more time. Okay, so watch me. Riley. You like whipped cream toppings on your banana split, split, split. I got cherry toppings for your banana split, split, split. Got me fixing my hair, checking my glam, making you stare like we're in high school. Let me show you uh, what I can do. Watch me move. So patty cake, bet you can't roll it up like I can, but you got it. Let's get started, 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 started. And that's it. So you straight? Uh, most of the time. Uh, 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 uh. Hey. Get it, bitch. That's my shit, Drew. You drop that again. Remastered. <laughs> Repeat. 
and do it differently. You should do it in Love a Beyonce. Remastered. You won't break my soul. <laughs> like house disco type. And should we do it? Anyway, um, Sane said she don't flip-flop. She said, but you need to stop with the flip-flop thing. She told Drew, look, look, I'm tired because I don't flip-flop. I'm tired of y'all saying I flip-flop. Use a flip-flopper, okay? You Cynthia number two. We already told you that. Make sure you check out the Urban Bench, y'all. We got another compilation over there of Sanya being just like Cynthia. They both Pisces. They just like. All she did was they left. They took an old Pisces out and put a young Pisces in because they needed that, that dynamic. They know that that Pisces works in there. And Cynthia did flip-flop. She played both sides of the fence a lot. Drew, I don't, I don't understand the faces. The no, because we've been talking the whole time. Why, why, why are we talking about it in front of everyone? Like she came to my room and we talked. <laughs> and you could have said it then. Drew, what Artes I'm saying did your makeup. So I'm just confused why you're making this speech in front of everybody like this. I started. You shocked me when you got with these girls. You just went left. I never knew we had a falling out until we all gathered together. If you are a real friend the way you claim to be, then you would call up your real friend and say, hey, friend, we need to talk. You chose to do it in front of everybody else. So I'm like, when do we fall out now? Hello? It feels like you just woke up and just decided all of a sudden one day we're not going to People keep saying, like, which housewife are you most like? I would say my probably like Cynthia with a little Jamaican edge. But Sanya does not like that, um, that she was being called a flip-flopper. So she definitely don't like us saying it. How many times are they going to say they squash it? Jay said that she does not remember when they said they were going to squash it. But I do, and I'm going to find it. They definitely said last year that they were squashing it. And they shook hands, like, okay, fine, great. Oh, they said it on BravoCon, that they were squashing it. Can we say that we squashing it today? My point is that why the fuck is Tanya keep bringing up the bullshit if they squashed right. it at BravoCon? This bitch if just wanted to be on camera. BravoCon. She is right. fishing for television time, stage. honey. I, now I'm glad I just thought doing. about that right on the spot. They she's, did. They squashed it at BravoCon. She's fucking fishing for TV time, just like the fuck um, she just did. And I said, did. yeah, right. About her husband's month late birthday bash. Mm-hmm. She is, she is, she is. Um, Marlo and this new confessional almost made me fall backwards out my motherfucking seat. Bitch, this gold, this turquoise in her nails got a nerve to be gold. That's the damn dress. Like, she keeps awing me with these looks. Like, I don't know where this bitch get her money from, but you know what? I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Jay get a lot of looks, a lot. When we go downtown to the Manhattan, lower Manhattan area, there are a lot of rich white men that like Jay and that don't even care. Jay is a trans they will cheat on their wife for Jay. And they are millionaires. And I don't know if we've met any billionaires, but you probably have, honey. Um, but it's crazy. Like, like, it's totally crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's totally crazy. So I, I do believe it. I know it's unbelievable for ugly bitches out there like, what? Are you kidding me? Uh. No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. Because I know that <laughs> ugly bitches out there be like, I wish I could do that. You can. Spruce up. Men will fuck anything. You put yourself out there, honey. Men will fuck anything. <laughs> um. Anyway. Marlo and his new confessional did almost make me fall out the back of my seat. It's probably stolen goods, but it's okay. She's going to give it back. Sanya is messy. Not for she not. <laughs> <laughs> Sanya is messy. I don't understand why she brought up um, that Courtney called Candy Ghetto. And I don't think it was Courtney calling Candy Ghetto. It was her saying that the people around her, the people that she brought with her was ghetto. But Candy is not playing with Courtney at all. She's keeping her foot on Courtney's neck. She's not coming off nice at all because it's like when you start it, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> I'm a don't start none, won't be none type of person. But once you start it, I'm going to finish it. Like okay. she said before, I get Courtney, um, Candy is triggered, but I think that Courtney is not realizing that Candy is triggered because Courtney came at her wrong. 
and Candy was already on 10 and I think Courtney realized that Candy was already on 10 and it was just a miscommunication of like emotions really like they were really pissed at each other and I think that it would have went differently if alcohol and Sanya's bartender wasn't spiking their shit allegedly or if Sanya wasn't involved at all cause that might have <laughs> um, been the problem why the fuck did you come back and say some shit right like I don't think that um, Courtney and Candy will make up anytime soon, though. I don't think they'll be making up anytime soon. I can't see them making up anytime soon. Um, but like Sheree said, we're back around here to Monietta finally having her voice. Um, and she's confronting um, Marlo. She seemed like she is trying to just find a reason, like I said, to just be mad at Marlo. Um, and I just don't understand why she didn't already speak to Marlo prior to this instead of showing out like this or just saying, I'm not going to speak to her anymore right um i don't know what made her be so ticked off by this um sanya then brings up monietta like sanya is digging in these holes like she is bringing up everything she bringing up everything and i wonder how she gonna feel when they all come at her ass when they all come at her how she gonna feel she gonna feel like a ton of bricks have just hit her um but sanya then brings up monietta issue with marlo oh i already said that and it's minuscule oh so yeah it's minuscule it's easier to be mad at her than to not be mad at her um, and I think that Monietta will cater to Candy because there's no telling what Candy got on Monietta. They probably fucking each other, man. At the same time, they probably have quadruplets. I mean, uh-huh. quadruple sex. Forsons. Bitch. I don't know. Maybe they do. Um, but I do be feeling like sometimes when a bitch got something on you, you will shut the fuck up. You know, and Candy and Portia had a lot on each other. When that hit the ceiling, man, bitch, that was ugly. Um, okay, I got two more notes. Drew is being messy to Candy again. Like I said earlier, I was going to bring it up and I'm bringing it up right here. She just out of nowhere, after Sanya goes on her spree of bringing up everybody bullshit, Drew says, So, yeah, what happened at Old Lady Gang? What happened with the, uh, you know, with the shooting? She didn't really, I don't think she wanted to say shooting. No, she didn't. Um, she didn't want to say the word. No, she um, said incident. There was an right. incident. And Candy simply responded with, It's a private matter. And Candy said it so smoothly. Like, it's a private matter. Now, maybe Candy said it in a cover-up way, like she's covering something up, but it did seem genuine. Like, right now, I can't speak on it because it's a private matter. Right. Um, Marlo gets up and says she about to go because she just feel like Candy doesn't Candy never have to say nothing about what she's going right. through. Right. She never have to say anything about it. And I kind of understand where Marlo was coming from when she says that. I understand. Never. But here's the thing. Here's why. It's because... Candy can get on here and not show drama because she's interesting enough. She has enough fans. Majority of the people that like Candy would say, we don't have to see Candy drama to support her. They will give her millions of views alone or a hundred thousands of views without Candy having a lick of drama on a show about Candy. That's true. The thing is, Marlo, Sheree, and no other lady can do that. People like Nene can do that. Candy can do that. There are only a few ladies that can get on here and not have a lick of drama and still make it and still right. make it. Candy is just that Sonya bitch. And Drew she ain't don't have to show her. drama to bring the ratings. She brings the ratings without having to show the drama. Right. The contract didn't say I had to show drama. The contract said I needed to be interesting enough to help bring ratings to this show before I get fired. And Candy does that. She gets the job done. And it's because she's interesting enough to do it without drama. Right. Marlo, we need drama. We need some excitement. We need something or other than you being a monkey. It's going to be, become rotten. And it's going to be given away to someone else. Same thing for Drew and everybody else. No one is on that level yet to say, we don't need drama from you. All we need is fun, excitement, your life, your business, and what you do. Candy can completely have a reality show and we'll watch it. Right. We'll watch Portia. 
Portia's on that level. She don't have to have a lick of drama, and we'll watch Portia's life. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why before she left, she wasn't with that shit. Right. Um, but Drew is being absolutely messy towards her. Um, Candy said she can't talk about it. She also brought up, you know, if you're going to leave right now because of that, how about we just discuss you slicing that girl in the face? And I completely 100% agree with her. Because now, by bringing that up, not to be mean or nasty and not to cut you deep, but I want you in this moment to put yourself in my shoes and let's see you bring that up. If you right. can talk about it, I'll break what I'm breaking and we'll go in on this motherfucker and well, let's talk about it. Let's do Marlo can do it. Marlo couldn't even do it in her confessional. The confessional she had about this exact moment, she didn't even name that. She said about the men that I sleep with, about my past, about this and this and that, and she did not yet name any criminality. Right. Any criminality. She named mugshots, but she did not name her slicing the lady face. So I say Candy Burst never can talk about what she wants, oh, so y'all okay, stop okay, talking about stuff. talk about when you cut the girl in the face. Then. Okay, let's talk about it. She was over 23 years ago. Everyone loves to bring up things with my past. My mug shots, allegedly me dating the old white men, my mom, the boys. But when it comes to candy, they get that broom, the little Swiffer, and they just sweep it right up underneath the rug. During that moment, she combated it by saying that was over 20 something years ago or something like that. But I completely get candy. People may say it was nasty, it was mean, but it, I think it was a, a, a moment of Put yourself in my shoes, bitch, and let's see you talk about you slicing that lady face. Right. Let us hear it. Hello? Marlo it's not even it. like Candy shot somebody or something, so... No, it's not. She didn't shoot nobody, and none of her family members did. One mm -hmm. of her workers did. And guess what? Melvin was still... If this is what happened, allegedly, Melvin went outside to the boy when he said, come on, like, in fight stance mode, and got shot. Melvin shouldn't have left that job. You no. don't leave out of that building. You on the clock. You work. We ain't here to fight. Deuces. Sad part is when he left at night, the boy probably would have been waiting on him. Right. It would have been worse. So thank God Melvin didn't die. And that he did go outside and get shot where he got shot at. And he's not dead. And there was other people there. And that there was other people there. Um, but I get candy. Courtney is giving drunk bitch though. She is giving she gonna be a drunk bitch because she screamed like hell about how well Drew did to get everybody into another mood. So I know they're gonna get this bitch a peach. She had another confessional this season. Um, during Drew's well, I scene. hope not. She's not interested. Yes, they just gave her another confessional during Drew's scene. And um, she's a sucker for love. So she wants a husband and she'll probably invite her baby father back into her life just to play like she's trying to get back with him and look like she has a happy life. Right. That's something Capricorns do do. They will flex to make you believe that they have the perfect life because they don't want people to believe that they're not doing so well. We know that about Sheree, don't um, Yeah. Um, Marlo and Drew, my last note here is, Marlo, so the camera's cut, and I didn't even know that until I watched it the second time. I got that this scene looked like a reach. Like, they just picked the cameras back up after they cut the scene and said, hold on, we gotta catch this raw last scene. Cause we gotta have something juicy to end with. Right. Cause it was a dry ending. And this was a pointless argument to me. I'm like, these bitches gotta be drunk. Like, I'm not understanding what this argument's about because she can't say shooting. Marlo's nephew died over a few few years ago. I really didn't get the point of Why the this, fuck she screaming in this argument. Why the fuck screaming in two years ago? I don't get it. Right, I think that this was just an interesting part to them and they decided to pick their cameras up and cut it back on. These bitches is drunk. That's the last thing I got, bitch. This these bitch bitches is drunk. Is too. drunk. They're drunk as fuck. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm not gonna do no end screen. Child, it's over with. See y'all next week. See y'all next week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button.
hit that bell, hit that thumbs up. Please, 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 please go to the Urban Binge and subscribe over there if you want to see more of these clips from the show because that's where we post the clips at. Check out our podcast, the Urban Binge Radio Podcast. Everywhere podcasts can be heard at. Check out our podcast. Everywhere podcasts can be heard. And make sure you follow us everywhere on social media at the Urban Binge on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Urban Binge. Everywhere you can follow us on social media at the Urban Binge. And again, subscribe to our other channel. Right, because we got other content coming over here. See you guys later. I'm Rico Bellucci and on I'm, Instagram. And I'm Jay Bellucci. On Instagram. And in real life, bitch. Uh, and I'm not drunk, bitch. Definitely drunk. not the drunk. He definitely drunk. I'm not. You see? I don't know that. On the road again. I can't wait to get on the road again. You drunk. <laughs>